out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam. I'm joined by the maestro. Hello! Hey. And by a cowboy. I may not be hardwood, but I'll still give you a splinter. <laughs> Uh, this week, we continue our quarantine block of episodes to help us through these tough times, and with no new movies coming out, we can't select movies our usual method, so we've resorted to taking uh, old requests and picking movies ourselves, and this week, the request comes from Sea Salt, our Australian, hey! yes, our Australian uh, movie buff giver. Is, yeah. is, is Sea Salt still listening to the program, or are these old emails? Uh, the, well, at one point he gave like 20 requests, uh, within a one week period. So I just kind of kept them all on file. I'm sure he's still listening. You know, he checks in every now and then. Uh, Sea Salt, if you can hear my voice, I need you to check in. <laughs> all right. Sea Salt, if you can hear my voice, save me. Well, I just, just, I want to see how things are going down under. Yeah. Uh, so his selection was, and this is also kind of because as we're starting getting ready for Halloween, I chose this one, uh, Halloween, uh, the October Horror Fest, which has already been, all the movies have been selected by Hollywood already, and we'll get into those uh, in, very soon. This is from Do you 19- know what you're going to be for Halloween? I do not. The, the, you haven't narrowed it down? The costume contest at work has been postponed because of the COVID, so I don't know, I don't have motivation anymore. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be surprise, surprise for the token redneck. I'm going to be a NASCAR driver. Oh, shocking. Yeah. You want to be a Power Ranger? Nah. Well, I I guess I would. It's a mask, so I could probably use that. (laughs) Uh, No, this is uh, from 1990. Cecil has selected The Witches. This is directed by Nicholas Rogue. It stars Angelica Houston. My Zetterling, Jason Fisher, and Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Does that name sound familiar? Yeah. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean yells. All right, here's a synopsis, and we'll get into our thoughts of the movie. A young boy stumbles onto a witch convention and must stop then, even after he has been turned into a mouse. Seems like a big spoiler to have in the synopsis. Yep. All right. So, uh, have you seen this movie before, Mr. O? Yeah, I've seen it quite a few times. Is that right? Yeah, yeah they show it all around Halloween, anyways. On I think I don't think I think they actually show it on Freeform. Mm. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, yeah, I've, I've watched it a few times already. Okay, uh, Cowboy, yeah. have you seen this movie before? Um, when you said this movie, The Witches, I was just like, okay, cool, was, and I was like, I gotta watch The Witches, and my wife, my wife. I uh, was like, okay, that sounds like a movie that you're going to watch because she doesn't really <laughs> like a lot of scary movies. And as I started watching the movie and I get to the point where they go to the hotel, I was like, oh, shit. I've seen this fucking movie yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, you have. I've seen this movie probably the year after it came out when they started playing it during the Halloween time on TV. Okay, and I've probably seen it a couple times, and I was just like, oh, "Not this fucking movie." <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen this movie before. I've never heard of it. Figures, 
when when uh, <laughs> I, I assumed it was what I now know is Hocus Pocus. I thought that's what we we're gonna be watching. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, because because the witches. Hocus Pocus. I thought because oh, the witches. That's the connection scared. I made in my brain. We were watching Hocus if Pocus. We, if we were doing Hocus Pocus, I wouldn't even had to watch it. <laughs> I would just come on here and run a muck a muck a muck. <laughs> oh, see, I, that's, I haven't seen that one either. So that's why the connection what? was kind of. I remember that movie's about witches, so maybe that's the one we're watching. You need to see Hocus Pocus. Dude, yeah, <laughs> it'll blow this movie out of the water. All right, and and that's kind of why I was. I also chose it, thinking I don't think that's going to be a bad movie. I mean, the the three pretty big actresses, but it, it was not that movie. So yeah, you know what, dude? When I, when I start watching this movie, you know what I start thinking of, especially when I saw Jim Henson's name come up. Mm-hmm. Crystal Skull or Crystal, Dark Crystal? Dark Crystal. Crystal Skull. What's and that? then, and then, when, when in the convention, the beginning, where, or the beginning of the convention, where she's like, "Okay, go ahead, take off your wigs," and she takes off her wig, and her, I was like, "That's so Jim Henson." A hundred percent, everything. Yeah. This did yeah. remind me a lot of the Dark Crystal as I was, as I was going through it. The the, the, the little mices or mices or whatever. I was I was expecting to hear some of those at some point, but I did not. Mices. Yeah, the uh, Dark Crystal we did do uh, semi-recently, within the past couple of months, I think. It was last year. It was it was last year? Season. Oh, Jesus Christ. This COVID thing, man. I don't know, I don't know what day it is, what year it is. Yeah, it, it, was, it was on spoilers. I think you picked it for one of the... Uh... No, no, no. I think you picked it, sir. No, I picked the movie, but yeah. I think on spoilies, oh. you picked it. Oh, right. Yeah. Something. As like being awful. One of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this... Uh, this movie to me was in the same kind of camp as the Dark Crystal. I, I did not care for it at all. I, it was very slow. Uh, the the storyline was kind of just kind of blah. I found uh, there was uh, not, this movie could be summed up in like five minutes, and we could be done with this podcast. This 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 movie right here is the mashup of. Hocus Pocus and Stuart Little. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I feel like the Hocus Pocus part is a little bit too nice to say for that. I think it's more along the lines of Dark Crystal put, and like, Dark Little. Crystal and with Little. the witches with witches with the one with Jack Nicholson in it, and you got you got something there, you know. I don't know. I mean, you gotta have Stuart Little. I mean, the mouse that talks. I mean, that's yeah. fucking Stuart Little right there. But the Dark Crystals aren't they mice as well, or some sort of creature? They're well, they're, they're, yeah. No, the Gelfling was the girl. They're they're not Gelflings. They're some other kind of alien race. Yeah, they look like I'm, mice. <laughs> they could have been mice, and I would have been like, all right. Remember, your girlfriend loved that part. She. <laughs> She she actually uh, was captivated by this movie. Those were her words. As we're watching it, she's like, "I'm so captivated by this." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? There's nothing happening. This is I. I there's nothing about it that made me want to continue watching at any point." Well, don't you like Michael Bay films, Adam? Uh, I guess, yeah. I, I wouldn't go as far as say I'm a Michael Bay fan, but I, I, there's movies she's done that I enjoy. Like all of them that you said, you like you like all the Transformers, right? Uh. The story's kind of weak, I think, for some of them. But weren't you captivated by all the explosions and the crazy changing of Transformers and stuff? 
It's it's cool looking. Yeah, I, I think if I had to choose my favorite Michael Bay film, it would be Bad Boys Two. Ah, yeah, see, see, Transformers. Transformers got me because it was nostalgia, seeing the Autobots and the Decepticons transforming and stuff like that brought me back to the cartoons oh, of the old days, back when they used to make Transformer toys out of metal and lead paint, and they wouldn't break so easy. Yeah. Those were the good old days, where yeah. we used to drink out of garden hoses. I'm not old. Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> I, I do like the effects of Transformers for sure. This, the, the way that they made the the Transformers look and everything, and the transformation process, I thought was fantastic. Uh, Story wise, uh, there was there was parts that left to be desired, but overall, I mean, they're fine movies. I wouldn't go as far as say I, in, I'm a fan it's of the Transformers. Opposite. It's the opposite for me. Um, it wasn't the story that it was. It was all I, I care less about the story, as opposed to uh, movies like National Treasure. Where I can't stand the lead actor, <laughs> the story was awesome. It was fun, which made me not care so much about the lead actor. Oh yeah, Transformers, <laughs> the action and everything else made me not care about the story. I just want to see them transform <laughs> and fucking beat shit up and yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to see them take their face off, and then Megan Fox uh, mm-hmm. take something else off. Uh, mm-hmm. So. For this movie, the I, I'm a fan of practical effects, generally speaking, but I did not like these practical effects. I, I like the way that the mice were uh, moving around and talking. That 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 was that was cute, and I was like, okay, I, I could be on board with that. It's the the witch was which part the <laughs> Angelica Houston uh, when she first takes her mask off and she becomes this giant grotesque witch person. Yeah, uh, that that was weird looking. Uh, yeah, no, the, the the issue that I had there was not the giant grotesque thing. It was the fact that the makeup sucked so bad that her nose was flopping around when she would move too fast. Her <laughs> fingers would flop around when she moved them too fast mm. because you could clearly tell that it was flimsy latex. Right. It's not, because it's, they it's probably not, wanted to make it light, right? In some way, but it was well, just way too flimsy. At least it didn't look like a penis. Oh, remember Dan Aykroyd? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that Big Trouble? Yeah, yeah. That was also a, a, a good example of another movie that has very shitty practical effects. This, this, that, and that, that was just. Uh, there's a bevy of things I didn't like about the movie. The practical effects w- was one of them, mostly for the witch. Like I said, I, I like the, uh, the, the the mice. the The story was very plain. Uh, th- there wasn't anything fantastic about it. The and the way that it was even stole, uh, told to us that this is what's happening when when, she, when the grandma was telling the story of the witches and everything. It it all seemed like a child wrote it. Mm-hmm. Like this, if if you were to give a uh, a classroom uh, full of uh, fourth graders, uh, hey, we're going to write a movie about witches. What do you guys think it should be? This is what they would have come up with together as a class, and it's that's not impressive to me. It, it doesn't play. The stakes weren't very high. Uh, it was confusing. By the way, you mentioned Big Trouble Little China, and I know you've watched uh, was it High Score or Game Over on Netflix, the video game. Yes. 
Yeah, it's solidified that yes. they got Raiden from Big yep. Trouble in Little China. Yeah. No, but I was mentioning Big Trouble, which was the Dan Aykroyd. Uh, was it called Big Trouble? God damn it. Big Trouble in Little China. That no, wasn't Dan Aykroyd. That no, was uh, no, there's, another, there's another movie called Big Trouble, and that one was Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. Yeah, which we did on spoilers, which was awful. Oh, I was thinking Big Trouble Little China. Yeah, it's it's fine. Oh, I added the Little China. That's fine. <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> so check this guys out. Um, check this basically, guys out. you know, based upon this movie, I'm guessing it was a huge hit uh, to a like a like a cult classic. So they're making a reboot. I saw that it's, it's coming up in. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out this year, but it's probably going to get pushed back. Yeah, and it has a was it Anne Hathaway? Uh, oh yeah, Chris Rock I think was also slated. I don't know about I don't know that one. Is is Chris Rock going to play Bruce? The the no, he would have to be a fat kid. Never mind. He might he might be the uh, Mr. Bean character. Mm. Uh, see, I growing up watching Mr. Bean and his comedy. Uh, when I watched this movie when I was younger, I didn't know who Mr. Bean was. Okay. So it didn't bother me, but watching it this time, I couldn't see anything but Mr. Bean. I was waiting for him to go mm, and, mm, and make the right? faces yes. and not say anything and just be like, mm, 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 <laughs> you know, like he always does, you know, in his Mr. Bean movies. But yeah, it, it's, yeah, it was really tough seeing him. Yeah. I, so, I was also waiting for him to be an out, but it, it did not come. Yeah. So the thing about it is with Mr. Bean is he had this entire TV show where he just like made like weird sounds the whole movie series, mm-hmm. but he has a great voice. Okay, Did you if hear you him talk? So? What, what, like his talking voice? Yes, I I don't know. Actually, I think I, there's a British. Um, uh, like late night show or something like that. Graham, something or other. Graham Graham Norton. Graham Norton. And he was on that. And I think I seen a clip of that on YouTube or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're right. He, he does have a nice speaking voice. His acting is a little, a little weird when he does his speaking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, and even that fell flat. Everything kind of fell flat for me. The 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 acting for everybody. Uh, I, I guess Angelica Houston probably was the best out of uh, performance wise. But when she was the witch, it was it was hard for me to imagine that's Angelica Houston inside that giant witch outfit. But I, I, it 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 was. Uh, so it, it nothing added up to me for, for this movie as, as far as the, the, the story, the, the bad acting, how slow it was. Uh, and then the bad graphics. And then even the ending was kind of weird and confusing. Uh, where the, the, the witch assistant, I guess, Angelica Houston's witch assistant, which kind of quit at one point because she wasn't being treated fairly. Turns out to be a good guy. Yeah. That was she was like dressed like that through the whole movie though, dressed in white. It was like symbol symbol it's like symbolism. Right. But how so was she always good and then No, she was just following suit, but she never really followed with what they were trying to do. She didn't believe in it and she didn't like how they were treating 
her and other and people. So they just kind of, you know, she just kind of like cut ties with them pretty much. And she didn't really do any bad stuff through the whole movie. So the take on it is that she's not necessarily following what they're thinking, but she had to do that to survive. I'm thinking that's what's going on. Wow. So uh, let's talk about the lore of the of the witches based on this movie. I, I don't know much about actual witch lore and what what they are said to be. Well, it depends on your point of view on like where you're taking your information from. If you're taking it from the novel where this book the movie came from, you're probably going to be more along the lines of what's correct with what's coming on the movie. But well, what is what exactly you have a, a, a confusion with for the lore of witches? Well, because according to this movie, uh, they have no toes. <laughs> uh, they have a purple sheen in their eyes. They have uh, eczema, basically, or they they have a dry scalp, and they are hiding their their face with prosthetics. Yeah, which is kind of hard. Which is weird because if you're a witch, do you not then have magical potions and and Glamour, they're called glamorous. Yeah, and spells and whatnot where you can just cause – do a magical thing on yourself where your face changes instead of using prosthetics to cover it. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it does, these, these witches don't seem very powerful. They, they just seem well, like they're bad people that well, – They're just ugly. baby cannibals. That's pretty much all they are. Yeah. So, so where's the whole spell casting thing? The closest thing we, can, we got to spell casting is developing a potion that turns mm-hmm. children into mice. Yeah, uh, she 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 did the little thing with her finger, and that one witch that like spoke out against her or said something, she exploded her. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. So you can point and explode somebody or turn them into a human being. Well, plus, at the end of the movie, the good the good assistant that or the assistant that turned good witch turned him back into a boy. Right, brought his mice William and whatever her name was back. Yes. And also went to get his little friend, too, yeah. So if you're making a movie called The Witches, which is all about witches, I feel like there should be a lot more spell casting and maybe uh, some cauldrons or, or, or something that's more on brand for witches instead of a witch convention in which they're trying to... They, they set the premise up at the beginning of the movie where the grandma was telling the story that these witches look like everybody else. You can't tell. They have regular jobs. They look like everybody else. And during the convention, she also jumped on another witch, the second witch, that said, ooh, it's a great idea. We can get them all, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, are you – Her the, the main head witch was worried about, you know, we need to get rid of all the children but not be found out. Uh-huh. So it was about flying under the radar, and if they're going to be having cauldrons and looking like witches and being witches blatantly out in public, they would be found out really quickly, and that's not what they were about. They were about flying under the radar, being part of society, sort of like in They Live. Yeah, or like uh, the werewolves <laughs> from uh, Underworld. Yeah. the I'm sorry, the lichens, you mean? Sure, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Same difference. Uh, it, it just it, there wasn't enough witch witch witchcraftery for me. You, you so you wanted more you wanted more magic, more razzmatazz. Yeah, that would have been nice. That's what witches are known for. I mean, I, I I understand where you're coming from. It's it's because you know in watching Once Upon a Time, right? 
the evil queen, they had more witch sorcery and stuff in that. Yeah. But we're talking 1990, dude. That's also, fine. Also, and don't forget, drama and, like, real, like, drama and soaps weren't part of, like, steady, steady like, mainstream movies, man. I mean, like, they had to tell a story. And this came from a children's book, mind you. Right, but but even I think before this movie came out, they, they had the uh, bed knobs and broomsticks, which was basically about witches, and there was a lot of witchcraft happening in that movie. So it's, yeah, but it might as well be Mary Poppins. It, but yeah, it, it had it was a Mary Poppins vibe with witches. Mary Poppins was a witch. <laughs> That's never explained. No Although one practically perfect in every way. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> based upon what you're looking at in this film, this is just based upon like. Typical like mid like mid fourteen hundreds theories of witches that they because like for instance even like in Shakespeare with Macbeth and everything like that right mm-hmm. when, when they see the, the the cauldron of witches and stuff that you're talking about they 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 they, uh, they rhyme they say things because it's part of the show but they don't actually do much magic even. In the stories, most of the time, witches of that type of nature. Yeah. And most of those witches usually are hunted down back in those days. Uh, Now, I mean, like, you're lucky to see anything of that sort with any type of witch these days, unless you're going through a watch an action film, which this is not. No. Yeah, most most witches, it's all about ingredients and potions and, and, even when they do a spell, it's with ingredients to make a potion. You know, it's not yeah. like a, it's not like the uh, bibbity bobbity boo. You know, I got a wand. That's a fairy. <laughs> you know, that's a fairy godmother. Yeah. They're the ones who oh. have the magic wand and the fairy dust yeah. and stuff. When it witches, comes to witches, yeah, yeah. What's up? You know, I was just saying, witches. It's like potions and stuff like that. Yeah. Because for witches, with you were saying of potions and stuff like that, that's true. Also, it's all about balance. Because everything that they well, in my, and I'm not saying it's in real life or anything of the sort, but in like theory from a bunch of other things I have read, um, there, it's all about balance. When you cast a spell or some sort of like a uh, potion with a spell in it, it traps with it, there is a a drawback from it. Like, for instance, whatever you cast will come back to you in some shape or way or form, which is another reason why uh, the idea of a witch looking very haggard or very, like, deformed is because their casting of spells deforms their who they are as well from what they originally were. It's There's a lot of lore behind this, and it's not... And I'm only talking about one type of witch. We're not talking about the plethora of different types. This is just one type that right. just so happened to be part of a kid's book. Yeah. Now yeah, it, w- with magic comes a price. We know that from once upon a time. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And apparently with these types of witches <laughs> using magic or using their sorcery and stuff, whatever. Uh, I, I agree with Kent. It, it takes away from their outer appearance. It's sort of like once upon a time you kill somebody, you start doing bad things, your heart starts to blacken. Right. In this aspect, they start to turn 
into old looking hags. Yeah. So so based on this, the only the the master witch. What, what are they calling her? The Head witch. Grand whatever. Grand. The Grand Magus. The, the Grand High Witch. She's apparently been using a lot of spells, and all the other witches in there have not used any spells. Well, she's the oldest out of all of them. Okay. She's the Grand High Witch, and all the other witches, they do look horrible. But if you notice, she starts jumping on them because there's too many kids. They're not doing enough right, to get rid of the kids in England. So, yeah, they're not as ugly as her because they're not doing as much because they're fucking scared, I guess. I don't know. Like, but, you know, yeah. She's got potion 86. Why 86? <laughs> Did it take her 86 tries to come up with it? Like WD 40, water displacement number 40. Right. Or the Tennessee, Tennessee what is it? Uh, number seven? Is that what the yeah. Jack Daniels is? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, or uh, what's the other one? Love push number nine, I guess. It was it was eight before? Or was it a term from eighty six and people out of this area? COVID nineteen. Oh. There was eighteen COVID. No, wait, <laughs> that's only because it started in two thousand nineteen. Never mind. Scratch oh. that. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, uh, so, uh, as far as the witches go, when they first get into the convention, when they're finally alone in the convention, they say, "Everybody, take off your shoes and take off your wigs." I think we're alone now. <laughs> and she takes off her wig and her mask, but yeah. everybody else keeps their mask on. Or well, are they not that disfigured yet that they don't have to wear masks? Well, if you look at some of them, they do. When, 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 when we look at those close up shots when they're like really all frantic and stuff like that, you see the, the crazy deformities, right? Yeah, but it's mostly on the scalp, and they just suddenly have horrible teeth. is is the is the big thing yeah. that I noticed. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice anything else happening on their faces. Yeah, I'm curious about that too because, like, it just so happens that they have like gnarly teeth, all of them. Why? I don't know. I mean, like, they could have gone to the dentist, could have fixed it. I don't know. They are also in England, so oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> you, you, are you basing that off of Austin Powers? I swear. No, no, no. It's, it's typical English people. Uh, and I don't know if this is a stereotype, but they typically don't take go to the dentist as often. Yes, that, that is a stereotype. Uh, I thought it was like everybody doesn't like going to the dentist very often. Yeah, but people still go sometimes. Uh, You'll be a dentist. Sorry. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's another one I gotta have any watch. Uh, oh, bubble. Okay, so another thing that I want to bring up, uh, Maestro kind of alluded to this a little bit ago. This this is based off of a book. This, this is based off of a book. Uh, this is a, a Roald Dahl book, which he has also written Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and James and the Giant Peach. Those are the big ones that we would uh, oh, recognize. Yeah, you saw how like how crazy those things were. <laughs> But that that was going to be my point. That those two books, or those, uh, yeah, like I read them. Uh, the <laughs> actually, I did read James and Giant Peach when I was younger. Uh, you were forced to read James and Giant Peach when you were younger. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna I'm going to discount whatever you're going to say right now. Oh, I'm going to ask you: Did Jim Henson have anything to do? Oh, with the Chocolate Factory and James <laughs> and the Giant Peach, because James and the Giant Peach, the movie. Was yeah. a lot of CGI and, and animation. Yes. Okay. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory 
the old version yeah was good gene wilder yeah even the new version was a different twist on the story or was it more the actual story that was written i'm not sure i don't know don't quote me on it but even that was good right but jim henson did not have anything to do with them okay see you're assuming i'm going one direction and i'm not going that direction i think you think i'm going to be going one direction the <laughs> i don't think you go just never mind okay the the general plot the story of charlie and chocolate factory and james and giant peach are way better than the plot of this movie even Have you read the book no the witches no it is not that big of a book by the way they could have just totally screwed it up. Apparently, they did. They they, they did some editing. Uh, from what I read, uh, there were they changed the ending to be less dark than it was supposed to be. Uh, but I I didn't go too deep into it because I didn't care that much. But the the general the world that they created in this movie, Jim Henson or not, I did not like. I liked the Charlie and Chocolate Factory world. I liked the James Giant Peach world. Those were good, so it's it's possible maybe maybe the witch's book is better than this movie, but I doubt it. If, if you'll, you'll never know because it's got these things called words on pages that right. you will never look at. I will not. You're right, especially because this movie. I will not force myself to what if the possibly book, if relive this. Even Audible. What if the book is just. Oh well, okay. The new version of this movie that that uh, we've that Kent said is coming out. Or make sure oh, uh, two thousand. Yeah, it's two thousand twenty-one is when it's slated to come out now. Two thousand twenty-two. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. According to IMDb. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And Hathaway. Yes. So she's got, got foggy teeth and pink eyes. And Hathaway is going to be the Grand Witch. Yep. So that oh, should be perfect. interesting. They, you know what though? Anne Hathaway needs to be a sexy ass witch. That that'll be interesting to see them turn how she looks into what the witch is going to be. That that would be interesting. They did make her look pretty horrible in Les Mis. Yeah, and she also played the witch in uh, Alice. Alice. No, not the queen. No, she didn't play that witch. She played a queen. My bad. In oh right, right, Yells. Yells. Was that through the looking glass? I believe so. Yeah. See, and, and that and that was and that was good too. That was not that was not rolled doll though. That was no, that was not. But I just I I did not like this world. This world, yeah. even from the beginning when they were setting up the world of like, oh, these are what the witches look like and all these things. I was instantly turned off that this is this is all weird and crazy, and I, I have no interest. I'm only going to continue watching because I need to talk about something on the podcast. What what what? I, I don't understand. Help me out here. So, why don't they have any toes? Did they drag their feet too much? That's no. just them. I don't know. It's it's it's. I don't know if they ever really explain. I mean, she said that. They don't have toes. They have nubs and blah, blah, blah. And that's why they wear squared off shoes and not pointy shoes and stuff like that. But why? Think of it this way. It's more along the lines of a kid's uh, 
kid's imagination. And that's exactly the point yeah. I was making earlier. If, if you gave this to a fifth grade class, give us this world, this is what they would come up with. This is not somebody that is making – maybe it's meant for kids and maybe that's why. It is. Only an for English, kids? An English fifth grade class. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. I think it is meant like that. This whole this – whole, this whole, if you look even at the front picture of the book, the novel – you will say, okay, this is definitely for kids. Yes. Right off the bat. Yeah. Right. A novel, by the way, is is a, a, a bound thing with pages in it that has words that you read. It's a story. It has to be consecutive order, too, by the way. Yes. I don't understand. And there, there, there's usually some chapters, which are segments of the book. Oh, hold on a second. I think we're giving him too much information. Hold yeah. On. A chapter is like a um, an organization, like a motorcycle club has different you chapters. Built Legos, right? Yeah, Legos, yeah. Okay, like in Legos, they have like uh, bag number one, and in the book of the instructions, it's like bag number one. That's like chapter number one and stuff. Uh, Wait, cowboy! I don't even think he has Legos. Hold on, no. So you have to build the story before you read it. I don't. uh, From from what I know now, watching Lego Masters, it's not Legos. It's Lego, plural and singular. It's Lego. Yes, that Mm -hmm. is true. Will Arnett does an amazing job as host, by the way. I, I love – he's such an anti-host. It makes him such a perfect host. I love his Reese's commercials. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Reese's. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. If there was a Lego book written by Will Arnett, I would read that one. Even my nine-year-old son <laughs> knows that's Will Arnett's voice in the Reese's commercial. Yeah. He's like, that's Lego Batman. <laughs> Will Arnett. Yeah. Plays Lego Batman. That's right. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, so I, I didn't take notes for this movie because there was nothing noteworthy for me to write you down. Didn't have enough paper. <laughs> okay. Well, we, we barely talked much about the witches. I mean, that's pretty much we, we talked too much about the witches. I think. I think we should talk more along the lines of the story with the kid because that's what okay. we're focusing on. Right. So the overall story of this is uh, the parents died. Which are we to assume it was because of a witch? Well, see, uh, that's what they didn't. They didn't even cover how the parents died. It's like, oh, the cops show up at the door, and uh, he wakes up one morning. Parents are not there. The cops show up, and grandma's crying. Yeah, it, it's. It, I, I I felt it was implied that a witch killed them, or was I reading into that? Well, that's the part, That's the best part about it. You should read into it. I, I, I don't read into it that way because the witches were trying to get to children, not adults. Right. Maybe that's how they were going to get the kid. Take care of the parents. Now we can get to this kid. Why would they want to get to that kid? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It wasn't explained at all. The well, parents just died? It's not important. It's not important. Now, the grandma looked nothing like she did when she was a kid. <laughs> Back when the grand high <laughs> witch took her friend. Okay. Right. She looks nothing. So how did the Grand High Witch know that that was an old adversary? Because she smells the same. Oh. That actually makes sense. Does she really? Because I'm pretty sure my grandma did not smell like an old lady when she was that young. (laughs) See, and if I had her information about witches. My grandma's? uh, (laughs) 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 The grandma in the story. Uh I would never shower uh, then and also tell the kid never to shower because apparently well, the kid said I'm never showering again. Right. And that's apparently she's like, oh, well, you could shower once a month. 
<laughs> really? You would tell your grandson to go ahead and shower once a month? If if this is meant to be real, then I never shower again. Is 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 the, is the vibe I would have? And until you got to an age in which which is no longer attracted to you. So maybe once you hit eighteen and you're no longer a child, then you start showering. My biggest gripe is the witches smell children, and they are disgusted by the stench of them. During this whole convention, oh my god, yes, behind the freaking screen, and none of those witches smell it. But oh, curiously, at the end, as they're walking out and they're at the other end of the room by the door, they're like, right. I smell poop. <laughs> I smell dog poop. Right. <laughs> you know? And it's not like he was hiding in, in a room with a very small peephole uh, to look at these witches. No, his glasses kept hitting the damn thing and falling off almost. It was a giant vent in the middle of this board he's standing behind where he's obviously there. Oh, and his shoes, his bright white shoes can be visible underneath. And he's moving around so they do not see the white shoes it's so upsetting. Sorry, that would catch my eye. I don't know. Yes, absolutely. And if not catch your eye, catch your damn nose. As you were saying, the smell in the room. Maybe he hadn't showered in a while. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the mice were throwing it off. Or were they defecating everywhere the, 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 under the stage? I don't know. That was... That was- Super that upsetting. pissed me off. That whole scene pissed me off because he's like moving around from one section of the little uh, Oriental like accordion screen, yeah, to the left, to the right, and all over the place, and obviously not making any noise when he steps. Um, I, 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 there's points where he's hitting it, and the whole yeah. damn thing is shaking. That's not going to draw the attention, or the <laughs> yeah. While everybody else is quiet in the room, he's like, <gasps> nobody heard that? Any, did anybody hear somebody gasp? Who gasped? Nobody? nobody? Oh, you said something? I'm going to blow you up. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, how do you explain that to the staff of the, of the hotel? One of these chairs caught on fire. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. We were all standing here. How do you explain to the staff... <laughs> The nature of that conference room with all the chairs knocked over and the place destroyed because they were trying to get him right in the first place. Um, what does the mom explain to, I don't know, the staff at the hotel when this crazy lady pushes her kid's baby stroller and says goodbye and pushes it down a hill? Does, does nothing happen? I, Does Rowan Atkinson just go like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I believe it. <laughs> Let me get a mint out of my pocket while I'm in church and I fart and blah. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah. I think I remember as a kid, this movie was intriguing. Do you remember it being scary? Were were you scared at any point? I wasn't scared. It was just entertaining. As a kid, it was entertaining. Okay. I watch it now, and it's like like watching Beverly Hills 90210. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) 
How about you, Maestro? Uh, when you were watching this in your, in your younger days, was, was there any part of this that you found uh, scary or terrifying in any way? I don't know what you're talking about. I watched it when I was 20. Okay. <laughs> Somehow that does not surprise me. So when you watched it when you were 20, is there any part of this that you really <laughs> think is scary? Like, oh, I, I, honestly, I really didn't. I really wasn't happy. Not happy. I was kind of like, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say scared, but it did irk me when they they shifted from uh, witch to rat. Yeah, okay. that was really creepy for me. Okay. Because it, it's something that's going to come up in the reviews later, which I was I was just curious about. Because I was I, I went through a lot of reviews trying to find good reviews to actually put into the podcast, uh, but we'll get to those a little bit later. So the, uh, the the witches turned the fat kid into a rat first. Uh, by the way, that fat kid is irritating as hell. Uh, he, he's going around in the buffet and eating all the raisins off the muffin and putting them back on the tray. Uh, he, social services should have been called on this kid many years ago. His parents are, are the worst. Because he likes the raisins? Because of letting the kid run around and just be a dick. And, and, dude, back in dude, those they, days, they care less yeah, all around. Was doing. Yeah, they, they were checked out. They were completely checked out. And even the kid says, uh, oh, it's seven o'clock. They're downstairs drinking brandy or whatever. It's whiskey hour. Like, Holy Christ. <laughs> they, they, there's no checks and balances for this kid at all. And then he goes missing and suddenly they become good parents. It's, it's again, another big flaw in the movie was this character of the, of the fat kid. And even when he becomes a mouse, he's just like, oh, I just want to keep eating. It's, it, it, it's a caricature. It was it was too far. It was too much yeah. of too much. Oh come on! Okay, you got to come into this context, Adam. It's a kids' movie, based upon a kids' book, based upon a long time ago. This is not you in twenty twenty. It's nineteen ninety. It wasn't that long ago. If this That's came out in the seventies, I would I would give more of a pass. Years. Thirty years is a pretty damn long time. Okay, there's other movies that came out in the nineties that were not this bad and not this. Dated. It's based upon a kid's book. Okay. <laughs> Fine. A kid's uh, book. But even, okay, so maybe they didn't learn in the 90s that when you make movies for kids, you should also be able to entertain adults. Okay. But, let me ask you a question. Did this movie actually uh, be released in theaters? Uh, yes, it was. I have another, I have another, uh, another rebuttal for you, Adam. Okay. If that were the truth, then the Master of Disguise should have never existed. Are you expecting an argument from me? No, I agree. It should have never existed. Exactly. What I'm saying <laughs> what, do you, is, what do you mean? What I'm saying is your your theory based upon a movie that should never have been made versus a movie that doesn't seem like it should have been made in the 90s, the quality. Are you telling me that the quality of that movie... That should never have been made, called The Master of Disguise, mm-hmm. or the quality of the movie that you watched today with Jim Henson backing it. Yeah. Do you think that either one of them should not have been made, or do you think either one of them are outdated? Because I swear to you, there are so many movies that if you look back, there are kids' movies in the nineties that are worse. Right, but much if you're, worse. What I'm saying is, if you're making a movie for kids, you should also add elements in there. 
to keep the adults entertained because the kids are not going to movie theaters by themselves. The parents are taking them. For example, I just pulled this up. 1989 movie came out, which I'm sure if we all watched it now, we would be entertained by it. The Little Mermaid. (laughs) I saw that in the movie theaters. I saw that in the movie theaters. And here's the funny thing. Wait, when did Ghost come out? Ghost. Oh, that, we did that in the, uh, recently. Okay. The movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi 1990 Moore. as well. Okay. That movie came out the same year, the same year that, uh, oh, what the heck, with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, DuckTales. DuckTales, the movie came out. <laughs> they were in the movie theater at the same exact time. My parents wanted to go see Ghost, but it. I was uh, 1990. I was 10, maybe nine, 10, maybe 11, somewhere around there. I was born in 79. I don't know when they came out. So I could have been either or right. anyway. Um, my parents go into the movie theater to see ghosts. This is 1990, by the way. And they buy me a ticket to go see DuckTales, the movie, which they started relatively at about the same time, but a different theater. So me at that age, I'm in a movie theater by myself watching DuckTales while my parents are in the movie theater, maybe three theaters down, watching Ghost. Okay. Now, do you remember the movie at all of, of DuckTales? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I guarantee DuckTales, if your parents were in there, they would have been at least mildly entertained. Are you sure? It was just a cartoon movie, dude. It wasn't yeah. even like uh, up on the scales of Little Mermaid because I went to go see Little Mermaid in the movie theaters and my parents took me to see that and they actually watched it. But there's something different about being a parent and taking your kids to go see a Disney movie versus taking your kid to go see DuckTales, the movie, <laughs> you know, Um I, I mean, there's plenty of adults that are still engrossed in Disney animated movies, Moana, Frozen, you know, I mean, it's, they're just amazing still. Yeah, because Disney is like in a whole class of its own when it comes to even balance between adults and child because they've been doing it for so long and they're really good at it keeping the magic alive, even based upon whatever age a person is. And all the adults want to go and see if they can find some kind of nuance in there. Like take off your clothes. Um, (laughs) That was Aladdin. First of all. Uh. Yeah. Uh So, but okay, look, let me just rephrase this. So then, okay. The movies, three ninjas. Do you remember that movie? Oh yeah. That was in the nineties. Damn it. Okay. Home alone. Also 1990. Yes. But, Three Ninjas had three other spinoffs. Yes, it did, and Home Alone as well. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Home Alone was a kids' movie. Yeah, I would say Ernest Scared Stupid is a kids' movie. How about Beethoven? The I wouldn't say it was like generated towards kids. Baby geniuses. Okay, that's like saying, "Oh, Miss Doubtfire." <laughs> Little Rascals. How about that one? That's got to be for kids, but adults would dig it. Yeah, because the the movie is based upon a TV show from like the eighties or seventies. Hook. Based upon Peter Pan. Yes, but is that is that targeted at kids? Yes, and adults would like it. 
I still you, love that movie. Kid. Okay, yeah, that may yeah, be true. But, but adults like the original animated Peter Pan by Disney. That's what it's I'm just saying. Like, it's just like right now, you've got Mulan and you've got uh, Aladdin and all these things being live action. Right. Right. Okay. So, so Peter Pan uh, live action or Peter Pan the animated, it's like it's shit we grew up on. So, yeah, of course I'm going to watch Aladdin with Will Smith, even though I didn't like the way he played the genie. Um, right. Because you can't replace Robin Williams. Right. Um, even though Robin Williams was animated, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a, it's still a very tough order to fill. But the point that I'm making is there are kids' movies that exist and existed at this exact same time that were not only for kids. And okay, this so was I got to ask you a question: kids. Do you think they should make adult movies that should be entertaining for kids as well? No. Like, hey, how about Dead Poet Society? Make it entertaining for kids? No. Um, this goes one way. Kids kids are going to be kids for a little while. Adults are going to be adults for much longer. So if we're going to target adults, target adults. If we're going to target kids, target both. Make it make it a mix of both. Where, yes, it's for the kids. There are some references that parents will enjoy to keep them Same with TV involved. shows. Yeah. yeah. So you're telling me that the movie called Slappy and the Stinkers – Made in 1990. One of those types of films that sounds, you watch with the family. Um, that sounds a Slappy and the Stinkers I have never heard of in my life. That sounds like a porno, Maestro. How dare you bring that into this conversation? It's, it's family-friendly adventure movies from the 90s. Okay. And I guarantee you, it is not made at all for adults. It oh, is 100% kids. Mary Poppins, I still love to this day. Great. It was made probably for children, but also good for adults. That's the point I'm making. This movie was made only for kids and not for adults at all. There was nothing and you're in watching this movie. it as an adult, and you're saying you don't like it because you're not a kid. Dun dun dun. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> so if you watched it in the mind frame of a kid, it wouldn't be as bad as you're saying it is. No, you're right. But that, that's what I'm saying. Where they failed, they need to make this movie for kids, but also accessible for adults, and they did that's not. That's not what they wanted to do. Well, then yeah. they, they're stupid, and they're they're so stupid. I'm so oh, angry. Great comeback, buddy. Great comeback. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't make words because of rage. Are we in a debate here? Is no. that what this is? Oh no! I mean, like honestly, to tell you the truth, they made a bunch of people made a bunch of movies. Uh, like for instance, my reference was this. They made several movies, like Three Ninjas Kickback, Three Ninjas Over the Big Top, whatever else have you, different types of movies, Three Ninja movies. Yes, Rocky All Loves those, Emily. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Those three, those movies were never meant for adults. I yeah. I agree, and I'm sure if I watched them today, I would despise them. And see, there's a Disney has also made a bunch of uh, made for Disney Channel movies that uh, they tried. I, I don't know if they really tried to cater towards entertaining adults as well. I don't know if it was was it Spy Kids or Shark Boy and Lava Girl that had uh, Lopez in it. Yeah. Uh, David uh, Lopez was it David Lopez? George Lopez was the uh, George Ho- Lopez, Hollywood George Hollywood Lopez, Chihuahua or whatever. No, no, no. Yeah, but he was also the bad guy. Oh, in one of those movies, he was Spy Kids Sh- or Shark Girl like and Lava that. Girl. Yeah, Shark, Shark, yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yes, yes, he yeah. was. Yeah, I think it was Stallone that was the Spy Kids bad guy. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. I is that right? right? And then, uh, oh my god, yeah, he is right. It was Stallone. You know, so I mean, like they're catering to like adults, but it's like Disney catering to adults. And then, but you know what? I'll tell you what. 
it, it, when it comes to Disney movies that are catered to kids, I love Sky High. <laughs> the Kurt Russell movie? Kurt Russell, baby. <laughs> I yeah. have not seen that. Uh, you got to watch that, dude. I, maybe we'll, we'll have to do that. Uh, Sidekick. We'll have to <laughs> and have Hollywood be on that one because that's that's his boy. That, yeah. It'd be the equivalent of us watching the kid. Which I th- did we watch the kid? It's uh, it's, it's a Bruce Willis movie that is also Disney. Where it's uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so this is one thing I wanted to rephrase. All right, that we talked about many many years ago. This is when we first started the films for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Each, each chose an action star. Each one of us. Right. Uh, you chose Bruce Willis, of course. Uh, well, Hollywood to, chose... To, to be fair, uh, I feel like Bruce Willis chose me. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, Hollywood has uh, Kurt Russell. And I... Th- what, who did I choose? Did I choose like Harrison Ford or something like that? I don't remember. I, I don't think you actually ever made a choice. I was always on the I was always on the fence when it comes to that. But like with the Indiana Jones film, I'm like, okay, fine. But... I've come to a realization over this many, many years of podcasting with you. Mm-hmm. My favorite action star never got the credit he deserved. Michael is- J. White. No. Okay. Was it because he was dubbed every no. time? No. This no, guy. Is- this guy made films only in America, at least I think. And- oh. Yes, and he made cult classic films. That most people know to this very day. Jackie Chan. Rowan, only in America. Rowan Atkinson. No. Me <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to find embarrassing choices. Uh, Papa Gijo. <laughs> <laughs> he was a comedian, not an action superstar. Oh. Action star. Hmm. I will. I will say. Matt Damon. <laughs> He's the greatest actor of all times. No, no. America. It, yeah. Oh yeah. Coming to save the motherfucking All right, what, what, world. Who's your guy? Bruce Campbell. Uh, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. I, uh, yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my boomstick. Yes. You got that. All right. This be- also referenced into this because we were talking about Sky High for a second there. Um, he was in the film as a, <laughs> a supporting actor. Um, oh, nice. But he also made a TV show recently called Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is by far one of my favorite TV shows I have seen in a very long time. It's been on my list to watch for a long time. Oh, it better be. <laughs> have, you watched, have, have you watched Breaking Bad yet? Yes. No, we haven't. In fact, this is weird. I started rewatching Breaking Bad yesterday. <laughs> yes, and I, I'm as excited as it was the first time because now I know what's happening, what's coming up, and I'm excited to see it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, who's the character again? What's that? Who's the main character again? <sighs> Joe. Walter White, Brian Cranston. Ah, uh, Brian Cranston. Yes, yeah, Sword On. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Any any other things you want to mention about the witches before we uh, end this abomination of a, of a movie podcast? I like the bit where the kid makes these little like machines and doohickeys as a mouse to get around and do stuff. I thought it was cool. I, I did like how he tried to keep his mice uh, entertained. 
uh, and he was playing with them and setting up obstacle courses and whatnot for them to play around with. That was that was pretty cool. They were very well trained mice. They, yes, also true. Yeah, must have been stunt mice. I mean, they can tightrope walk and yeah, they could. <laughs> now, do do you think that the actual mice were able to understand at all the kid mice that could speak? No, they didn't speak. Remember, they right. said. They were talking to him, and they were like, squeak, squeak. They don't speak English. <laughs> All right. I, I think it would have been a fun little thing for him to tell his mice friends, hey, help us out. Do this. And they would do it because, hey, you built obstacle courses for us, and you're a cool dude. But uh, another – Would that have made the story better for you? Would you have inter- been inter- more entertained? Yes, absolutely. That- 100% more. Well – you have to add one percent, then hundred percent more. See, you know what sucks is like when the when the new <laughs> version of the witches comes out, we we can't do the old witches for the podcast. No, and I'm sure it's going to be good. The, the new witches, I, I'm sure it's going to be much better than this. And after watching that one, I may download the audiobook for the original. <laughs> but here's the thing: here's the thing. You can't get much worse than this movie. No, you have nowhere to go but up. That is See, true, right? So it can't be worse than this movie, especially <laughs> with uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, exactly. I mean, come on. No, yeah. she can't do anything wrong. She, th- I've never seen her in a movie that I was meh about. You know, it'd be awesome is that they get Rowan Atkinson to play the guy, <laughs> the manager of the hotel again. That'd be funny. That, that would, would really be fantastic. Be right. he's, he's still, I think he's still acting. Sure. All right, let's move on. Let's let's uh, finish this up. Let's go to the reviews now. Uh, this is we're gonna play the Rotten Tomatoes game. We're gonna make you guys guess the score of Rotten Tomatoes. If you're unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from zero to one hundred amongst the critics and the audience. Zero to fifty nine is rotten. Sixty to eighty four is fresh. Eighty five and up is certified fresh. So I'm gonna give you two reviews from the audience and two reviews from the critics, and have you guys guess the tomato meter and the audience score. Oh. We're gonna start with the let's start with the good reviews. Why not? Good reviews from the top critics. So we're going tomato meter first. This is from Michael Upchurch from the Seattle Times. It's not a film for small children, but for precocious first graders with a warped sense of humor and an appetite for chills, thrills, and spills. Nothing could be better. All right. Uh, this is from Karen James from New York Times. As in his best films, here, Mr. Rogue is a master of capturing the slightly off-kilter sense of an apparently normal world. His camera is unobtrusive, and then suddenly it tilts a bit to jolt. All right, those are good reviews from the top critics. Here's some bad reviews from the top critics. James Berendelini. Berendelini. This is from James from Real Views. <laughs> the Witches feels like a throwaway feature rather than a fully realized fantasy adventure. And that is it. Only one bad review from the top critics. Dun, dun, dun. Now, do with that what you will. Let's guess the tomato Wait, meter. What, what was the date on those? Uh... Uh, let's see. The first one was 2013. From Michael Upchurch, the good review. The other good review from Carol, uh, from Car- uh, Karen, or from Karen James, was from 2003. And then the bad review was from 2020. 
and it was the only bad review. So, based on that, what do you think the top critics rated this on the tomato meter? A lot of tomatoes. Yeah, I think it's pretty high, actually. All right, how many tomatoes? Um, out of out of a hundred. <laughs> Zero to fifty nine is rotten. Sixty to seventy nine is sixty to eighty four is fresh. Sixty to eighty four is eighty five and up is certified fresh. Oh, I don't know if it's certified, but I, I, I have a feeling just. I'm just going based off of the reviews, having two good reviews and only one bad review you found, um, and being that this is the critics, I'm going to say sixty nine. Before right. I answer. Adam, yes. Are you waiting this? What's that? Are you waiting this to throw us off? No, there's literally only one bad review from the top critics on the Rotten Tomatoes website. Okay. I I, I do not tip the scales either way when I'm doing this. I, I give reviews that I think are relevant, and if I don't, if there's nothing there, I'll tell you. I'm just saying, if you're subconsciously doing, it, I wouldn't hold it against you. Oh, I see. I'm not that devious. All right. Not for the podcast. I'm going 85. 85. And uh, Cowboy, you said 69. This movie is certified fresh at 93% with the Tomato Meter Top Critics. Holy shit. So you have no idea what the fuck you watched. I... Maybe there's a different mm-hmm. version that the, the critics are watching that I watched. No, they're trying to say you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> were all these critics foreign? I I don't know. Based on the names, I'm going to say probably. I mean, even uh, Karen's name was spelled C-A-R-Y-N. Also, she is from here. Though. I don't know. I don't know Would that happening. be Karen or Corinne? It might be Corinne. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I was confused by trying to pronounce it. What is what is this? What is this name? Or if it's foreign, it could be Karain. But it's from the New York Times, though, so maybe it's a they have foreign transplant. There. All right, now let's hear from the audience. We'll do bad reviews first for the audience. This is from Ria R from 2008. Oh, it's a bit like you're flicking through TV channels and accidentally land on Teletubbies. That is to say, you are transfixed, incited. <laughs> gibbering horror at what you're seeing and yet unable to tear your eyes away. Never mind this film not being suitable for kids. It's not suitable for adults, in my opinion. Don't watch unless you have a duvet handy to cower under. Uh, Is this a duvet or boudet? Duvet. Duvet, which is a uh, comforter cover. Got it. Uh, Laura B., also from 2008. I try to go back very far and not get current day reviews to not skew the the results here. So Laura B from 2008, I feel bad giving this such a low rating because of the normally wonderful work of Jim Henson, but this left a lot to be desired in comparison. The premise could have been good, but it fell rather flat in my opinion and was so boring that it took me two days to finally finish watching it. Oh, I wish I could have broken this up. All right, here's good reviews from the audience. Kristen D. from 2007. A nostalgic favorite. I haven't seen this movie in quite a long time, but when I was very little, four or five, I used to beg my parents to let me rent it. I watched it over and over, and it scared the jello jigglers out of me every time. 
All right. Junis T from also 2008. The most underrated of Henson's films. I mean, how did this movie get so overlooked? A Henson film based on Roald Dahl book? It's amazingly sinister in nature when you get down to it. Sadly, this was the last project Jim was working on when he died. Hence, the rather clipped-on seeming ending that drew the most criticism. I say, how can you fault them on it? It was the unexpected end of a creative era. So those were the audience reviews. What do you think the audience rated this movie? Start with Cowboy. Uh, uh, Start with me again? Okay. Um, We're going to say audience rated it 76. 76. All right, Mishra, what do you got? Okay, so I know that this is considered like a really good movie considering what I've heard about it even when I was growing up. Uh, it's not exactly high status for cult classics, I believe, but it's still up there. Okay. I believe that this is me saying it's certified fresh. Oh. I think it's certified fresh still. Okay. I'm going 85. 85. All right, the audience rated this movie as... Fresh ah. with 70%. Oh, <laughs> split. That's okay. Cowboy gets it. First one. All right. Oh, no. Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman were not in this film. <laughs> <laughs> We've noticed that Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman always make films better, so we like to play a game where we put them in the movie to make it better. Now, for this to work, we have to take somebody out. So who would you put in as Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman to make this film better? Paul Giamatti needs to be Bruce, the fat kid. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking take out the kids and put them in there. (laughs) Take out the kids and put them in there. Bruce as Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman as Stuart Little. Oh my god! <laughs> as uh, as Luke, yeah, Jason. <laughs> I <laughs> you're I, outnumbered. No, I'm I'm good with Paul Giamatti as the fat kid because I always like to put them <laughs> as age appropriate people. So a young Paul Giamatti playing the fat kid, but I I would like Gary Oldman as the as the dad of the fat kid, the uh, oh, super uptight, yeah, whiskey guy. Yeah. The reason why I didn't pick him for that is uh, he deserves a bigger role. Uh, yeah, you're right. So maybe if you put him in as the hotel manager, that's that's possible as well. Wait, take take out Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean now? Yeah, he didn't. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't good. He wasn't his, Mr. Beanie. No, he was just a regular guy. I know. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm trying. To, I can't. I can't see him as a regular guy. Guy. All it's right. like it's like putting Jim Carrey in there. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, Jim Carrey is going to be uh, Joe Biden in SNL coming up. Apparently, Broadway. how's he going to pull that off? I don't know. Biden barely moves. I'm very curious. I'm very, very curious. Seriously, Biden, I mean, like, unless he's going to like focus on his ter- his like stuttering, I think he's got nothing to work with. Right, and his in his face and his looking around weirdly. Oh. It, I, it, there's something there. I'm, I'm curious to see, but we'll find out. Mm. All right, let's do trivia. 
Uh, this is a part of the show where I give you guys little bat, uh, little bits of facts or information you may not know about the film. After or little bats of fix, bats of fix, mm. fic uh, bats is uh, what I like to call them. After test screening, Roald Dahl angrily expressed to the producers how appalled he was at the vulgarity and bad taste and actual terror in certain parts of the film. Dahl demanded his name and title be removed from the film prior to release, but after receiving an apologetic, complimentary letter from Jim Henson, Dahl grudgingly withdrew his threat. Huh. So, so it seems so like... Better. What's that? So the book's better. Apparently. Dun, dun, dun. Go figure. But less terror and less vulgarity. It's a kid's book. Okay. No, you're right. This okay. This one. Sorry, sorry. That just proves that they were making a movie based on a kids' book, but tried to make it more appealing to adults. Oh, Adam! <laughs> then they failed miserably. Okay. It got ninety-four. Okay. <laughs> I realize I'm outnumbered here, uh, but I'm. You not, were one of the six. I'm not changing my my vote of how horrible this was. All right, this next trivia thing I actually noticed, and I'm curious if you guys noticed it as well. Many of the witches in the meeting are men in women's clothing. Makes sense. Did you catch that? Did you see it during the movie that these were these were dudes? It happens a lot in my Python. I'm kind of I'm kind of comfortable with this. No, I, I definitely noticed. I like that was a dude. That was a dude witch. How? What? Am I crazy? And then turns out, yes, a lot of the witches were dudes. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also true, but uh, it doesn't change the fact. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, it took Angelica Houston eight hours of makeup to transform her into the Grand High Witch. Ooh. Yeah. Now uh, she plays the leader of the of John Wick's uh, familia in uh, John Wick. Ah, uh, that's right. All right, here's another one. Uh, Jim Henson's Creature Shop created three different sizes of puppet mice. The A, the A mice were the size of actual mice, being operated by almost hair-thin cables. The B mice, also cable-controlled, were about the size of a very large rat. Mm. The C type was a very expressive large hand puppet, about three feet tall. However, the largest size was only used in about four shots, since director Nick Rogue found it difficult to cut from a close-up of a human to a close-up of a mouse. He preferred to keep the width of the shot the same. Thus, the miniature mice in scaled-down sets were most often used. All right, last one. Uh, interesting that uh, Misho just mentioned Monty Python. Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, Model his performance as Mr. Stringer, as Basil Faulty <laughs> in Faulty Towers. That is uh, John Cleese, <laughs> which I watched uh, in the past year, and I, I, I loved it. I love Faulty Basil Faulty. <laughs> yes. John Cleese, <laughs> who played Basil Faulty in the sitcom, was Rowan Atkinson's idol. So he was he was trying to do a John Cleese. He was not trying to do a Mr. Bean. With that knowledge, I may have appreciated the performance more if I knew he was trying to do a John Cleese. But I was expecting Mr. Bean, so it didn't land with me. 
<laughs> I can't see him doing anything other than Mr. Bean now. Right. Yes. Uh, so in any role he's in, it's just like Jim Carrey. I can't see him as anything other than Ace Ventura. I see. Okay. It's difficult. Well, right? he's, he, he's I, done a lot of rangy movies that have, have opened me up to Jim Carrey being multiple things. Uh-huh. But 23. Mr. Uh, yeah, 23. Uh, what is it? The Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the Majestic? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I got to see Rowan Atkinson play in the Rat Race and Johnny English. Yeah, but, so it helped me out. But but those are all kind of Mr. Beanie characters, though. Yeah, the Rat Race. We're winning. We're winning. <laughs> yes. you know, I mean, it's... I know. It's a, I, know, I feel like it's a good, like, he, okay, first in Rat Race, he talks. Okay, good. That's one step. <laughs> but he talks Johnny like English, an idiot. He's funny, but he's trying to act like he's, like, proper in Johnny English. And now he's just full on proper. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, but the, but they're all still idiot characters, basically. That's which is what Mister Bean is. Yeah, I throw. You know, all right. Uh, Money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective. Other films are released this year, so we get a feel financially how it held up to its peers. The budget for this film is unknown. There's no there's no information about the budget. Too much. There also is no foreign box office. So this is all U.S. gross. Oh, lovely. So you have no information. I apologize. This is not... So uh, it's a crapshoot. It is a crapshoot. This is, this is going to be... Flip a coin. Hey, why don't we just Rochambeau to see who wins, Maestro? <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, go I, first. I would love to see this over, <laughs> over the Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, shoot. Oh, I'm gonna need your wife to help though. Okay, hold on a second. You you shoot and then I'll shoot. You go first and then I'll. I'll... Well, one of you better <laughs> shoot, baby. Shoot, baby. Shoot. It's shoot with a P. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Spinderella cut it up one time. Shoot the whoop. Same year the Deadpool was released. That's why I was in that. All right. Uh, so, what do you think the the U.S. U.S. <laughs> oh, we're talking money. Money. It, it makes the world go round. I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> oh wow! Must be <laughs> listening to a podcast or something, right? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, oh, we're talking about money. Yes. Um, are we talking? Uh, there's no foreign box office, so it wouldn't be euros. Um, even right. though it's like in England. Yeah. Um, US, can we do pesos? U.S. dollars, not pounds, not pesos, not rupees. What about yen? No yen, no BC. Gold doubloons. Uh, How about rupees? Uh, no, no rupees. None. U.S. dollars. What is this gross? You sons of bitches. What about pence? No. <laughs> no vice presidents either. No. What about pesos? <laughs> no. No toppins. Uh, no toppins a bag. <laughs> no toppins. Toppins. Toppins a bag. <laughs> Let's see. What was the? What was the? How much did it cost to make this film? He has no information. There's, n- there's no information on this. He, there's no foreign box office. There's no budget for the film. There's nothing. He just has information on how much it made in the United States. That's all I got. Oh. No, apparently, even the uh, the data collectors did not give a shit about this movie. Only the audience did, and the critics. Apparently, thirty-two. All right, Mister. Uh, 50 mil. Oh, my. The U.S. gross for this movie, 
$10.4 million. <laughs> How could it get that high of reviews and make that little money? Uh, because you said it, they didn't do the research on how much. Nobody money gives a got. shit about this movie. Uh, but it didn't, it did, I don't. I don't remember much about this when it did come out, did it? Uh, that's why I asked you in the beginning. Did this even get released in the movie theaters? This film debuted on August twenty sixth, nineteen ninety, with two point two million dollars at the box office. Was it the one hundred eighty sixth uh, ranking movie in that year? Uh, close. It's the 104th highest <laughs> <laughs> grossing film. I was in triple digits at least. Okay, I've, I've looked it up now that we've done the numbers. It said it took a little bit over 10 mil in the United States and 300,000 in Germany. What? I still win. <laughs> you can add the 300,000 to the. No, that's fine. That's I'm fine. glad that you <laughs> okay. won. I'm just saying that I found the. I know. I'm just. <laughs> All right. No. So that, uh, in 1990, this was the 104th highest grossing film. What do you think number one that year was? You should uh, both know this. What? 93 was Jurassic Park. No, in 1990. 90. 1990. Uh, uh, how about uh, Little Mermaid? No, that was 89. <laughs> that was 89? Yes, it was. Really? Was it number one at least? I don't know. This movie that won number one has been done on the podcast recently well, that narrows it down how many seasons have we done it was also mentioned in this podcast <laughs> oh okay i know what it is <laughs> go ahead and make sure i'll say it what's that song how's the song yeah. go yeah. it goes uh that one take my breath away this was okay no no, the number one movie Ghost. is the Ghost. movie that Cowboy's parents went to see. Ghost. Yeah, he it was, was seeing it. <laughs> uh, yeah. What were you saying? Only the Lonely? That's what I heard. No. no. He was saying, I hunger for your touch. Alone. Oh. You, were singing, you were singing the song from Top Gun, dude. Take my breath away. You're right. You were a totally <laughs> different movie, man. <laughs> Come on. Catch yeah. up, Goose. Oh man! <laughs> you shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Bum, 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 bum. Too much love drives a man insane. Bum, 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 bum. You broke my will. Bum, bum, bum. Oh what a thrill! Bum, bum, bum. Goodness gracious! Great balls, balls of fire! Now I want to listen to that song. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> that was. Oh, what am I gonna do with you, goose? <laughs> Take me to bed or lose me forever, honey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what was the ghost song now? No, I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> I need your love tonight. You've lost that loving feeling? No. What, what were you just singing? Make sure it was the song from Ghost. Dude, is the, was it the Bellamy Brothers? Uh, oh, I no. need your love. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I'll find no, right I don't now. know who it is. Not the Bellamy Brothers. It was uh, Chicago. No, who was it? Righteous Brothers. Righteous ah. Brothers. And, and it has something to do with brothers. <laughs> Unchained <laughs> melodies. Yes. All right. Anyway, that was 1990s. The Witches, directed by Nicholas Rogue. Check our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. 
Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email, spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts to help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review and a recommendation, we will watch that recommendation first before any other movie. So, next week, uh, I told you we were not choosing movies on a regular schedule. So, this is a maestro pick. Yeah. Which, for several reasons, I will now be rethinking how we choose movies. Yeah. From 2016. Uh huh. <laughs> Never back down. No surrender. Never surrender. <laughs> Not to be confused with No Retreat, No Surrender, which we did previously. Uh, way back in the day, it was the Jean Claude Van Damme quote unquote yep. film, uh, which he was in for five minutes. But this one. Is uh was it Michael Michael J White, which we saw last time in Falcon Rising, another one of Maestro's choices. <laughs> I'm starting to see a trend here. Maybe this is your superstar. Maybe nope. maybe this nope. is maybe it's not. Uh... I, I am choosing him because he doesn't get enough credit credit where it's due. Okay. Well, we'll get into that next week. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts already. I, I did watch this movie already. And I have a lot of thoughts and things I want to talk about. But that'll wait till oh, next time. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being part of the show. Until next time, I am Adam. Oh, by the way, first, what? thank you, Sea Salt, again for a recommendation, even though I, again, hated your movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although I did, I did like Sharknado quite a bit, which is weird for me to admit. And I, I like it for probably the wrong reasons. Or maybe yeah. it's the right reason. I don't know. But thanks, Esau, for also always listening and uh, contributing. Until next time, I'm Adam. That's, oh, I'm Cowboy. Yeah, that's when you guys. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Are you an anime Yay. character? It sounds like an anime Yay. character. <laughs> All right. Yay. 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 And I'm good, bro. Oh. What? <laughs>